This is the official Waukee Community School District podcast, Talk the Walk, presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines. Welcome to the 11th episode of the Talk the Walk podcast presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines. My name is A.G. Ellingson, Communications Coordinator for the Waukee Community School District, and we are really excited for our guest today. It's our district social worker, Leslie Christensen. Leslie, thank you for being here with us today. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right, so let's get to know you. Let's set your background and how you arrived in Waukee as the social worker for the district. I mean, I think that depends on how far back you want to go. (laughs) We can go as far back as you want. <laughs> I've been in Waukee, um, West Des Moines area since about 2004. And I um, was lucky enough to be able to have my girls go to preschool here. I have currently um, an 8th grade daughter and a 10th grader at Timberline and Waukee High School. And so they've been able to go uh, to the Waukee School District from preschool all the way through. And we were one of the those like rare families with all this growth out here that was able to spend the entire elementary and preschool year all at Maple Grove. So Maple Grove is is at our hearts for sure. That's a great. I, we love Maple Grove. They they listen to talk the walk at Maple Grove. So shout out to Maple Grove, right? Ooh, yes. Okay, so your position, social worker for the district. Uh, it's a new position. Let's let's kind of get into the details of kind of um, your goals and your objectives. Absolutely. Um, I think I have to spend a moment just kind of talking about where I came from, uh, because when people think about social work and schools, um, it brings to mind different types of, I think, pictures. Um, And so I came from Des Moines Public Schools, where I was a community school coordinator at Monroe Elementary. And that was my first opportunity being at a school and kind of learning how they work and um, the ins and outs of bringing in, you know, five, six, seven hundred kids in and out every day. Um, so I learned so much there um, and was really fortunate to have that experience before coming to Waukee. Um, when they opened up the position for the first time, I think it was um, in the spring of 2020. So I came in um, with kind of some ideas in place about what I wanted it to look like. Um, and it was a great Um, a great interview process because I think everybody was really open to some ideas about how to kind of address some of the growing needs that we have out here in Waukee. So growing needs, growing population. I mean, the key word there is growing. So how has, now that you've kind of got into it a little bit, how has that position kind of matched the growing, um, the growing needs that you just mentioned in our district? Right. Um, I think it's been really unique to have a district that goes across multiple cities. Um, So you've got kind of that component playing for you. And uh, the first year was my was a COVID year. So um, I got to spend a lot of time really digging in and getting to know our district um, from the insider's perspective and not just as that parent and community member. Um, And I think it helped me have a lens into uh, the side that we don't always get to see in education and in our school buildings is that connection to family. Um, And that's kind of the heart of everything that we do Um, and meeting families where they're at and getting to know across all of our communities how we can work together um, to set students up for success. So I know this probably hasn't been a ton of time to do this, but as you kind of sit here and and dream and kind of aspire to what this position will look like in the future, what, what's that conversation like in, in, in your computer and your, in your brain? 
Well, in my computer, it looks like about 50 tabs that are opened at all <laughs> times, which is kind of what my brain reflects, I feel like. And I think our IT department can probably <laughs> speak to uh, when I call in. The first problem is that I have not restarted my computer in <laughs> over 60 days. Um, <laughs> so. That's the first thing they ask you. Have you restarted your computer? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I love the capacity we have here um, of our staff. We have some really, really incredible teams of teachers um, and admin, and I feel so fortunate to be able to get to kind of build a whole system around some of those things that are already in place. So I've been spending a lot of my time um, collaborating with our building counselors um, and our at-risk team uh, to to really understand how student needs are shifting as our demographics change and how we can address um, what those unmet needs might be when most people are fixated within the school day on students like here in the building um, and trying to build more of those bridges um, outside to the families and communities around us. It's a really good answer. Love it. Okay, so we are talking on uh, Monday, November 1st. Tuesday, November 2nd probably will not look anything like Monday, November 1st in your schedule, but what does a typical day look like for you? Ah, uh, um, there is a lot of variety in this position, which is one of the reasons that I love it. Um, I, I have um, some set things that I work with. Um, like I said, I'm, I support some of the counseling teams um, just with you know, their own um, professional development and PLC work and just trying to help collaborate across secondary and elementary. Um, when we have families across buildings, I think it's always really important to keep that open line of communication. Um, I also have been getting more involved in specific buildings and, and trying to be a part of their teams to really help figure out how we can come together with um, families, parents, um, different community partners to meet the needs of students. Um, so those are kind of my set things that I have in a day. And then um, from there, it's, you know, helping the front office if there's a need that comes up with a question about enrollment um, and guardianship issues, um, all the way to, you know, um, we never like to see it, but if there's a crisis in a building or a family that has um, a more significant need, just trying to troubleshoot how we can put some supports in place. Um, and that's one of the things I love about Waukee is there really hasn't been a time where there hasn't been someone that has been able to step forward to kind of fill in a gap, meet a need, even if it's temporary until getting to something better. You're listening to the Talk the Walk podcast. We will have more with our district social worker, Leslie Christensen, including a preview of our district's family mental health night just two weeks away. That's coming up in just a moment. But first, a word with our official sponsor of the Talk the Walk podcast, Unity Point Health, Des Moines. I'm here with Dr. Stephen Rinderneck, Unity Point Clinic Pediatrics, Waukee. Dr. Rinderneck, how can parents keep up with what's coming next on their child's vaccination schedule? I think the best way for parents to do that is to continue getting their routine well visits at their primary care physician's office. Those providers know what's coming up, right? And they should be educating their, those parents as to what's coming up at the next visit. Anyone can get, what's nice about our schedule, we all use the same schedule across the entire country. So if a parent ever wants to see it, go to CDC website, 
put in CDC, Google that, Google childhood immunization schedule, it'll come right up. So it's very easy to find and everyone in this country follows the same schedule. If you keep up with your well visits, your provider will make sure that that happens. That's Dr. Stephen Rinderneck, Unity Point Clinic Pediatrics in Waukee. We are back with Leslie Christensen, the social worker for the Waukee Community School District. Big night, November 15th. It's two weeks from actually right now, our district's Family Mental Health Night. The goal of this evening is obvious, but it takes on an extra importance. What are your hopes and dreams for that night? Well, I think we can't uh, go into this year without acknowledging the challenges that everybody's been asked to overcome. Um, our staff, our students, our families, and different members of the community. Um, and I know um, people are starting to talk more about the impact that that has had on students' mental health. Um, so I really wanted to make it a night where people could leave with tangible resources that they can walk away with. And if they get into a position where they need support, they know exactly where they can go and how they can access it segues right in this next question. So there's, you've done a great job of kind of lining up local organizations to come in and be a part of a different breakout session. So who's, who's all coming and, and what topics will be covered? Um, what the session that I'm probably the most excited about, um, we've asked uh, a student to kind of work together with me to help do not necessarily a panel, but an opportunity for um, some of our parents to hear directly from the students about, you know, what are what are some of the concerns going on among their peers, um, and as students themselves, what suggestions do they have for ways that we can better connect with our children at home? Um, so parents will be able to sit with students in some breakouts and just kind of ask, you know, if if my my son or daughter they're not really engaging with me or they seem angry all the time or they're there's never really home for dinner like what are some other opportunities where we can connect and just hear it right from the mouths of kids I mean talk about yeah. there's a lot of generational gaps in how they've grown up and how we've grown up so I'm really excited about that one i really curious to see how it's going to go um, some of the others are more linked to the providers in our area that are able to offer supports You've kind of touched on the takeaways from this, but so how do you see an event like this um, impacting the next dinner table conversation at home with families or with staff mm -hmm. or with students? How do you kind of envision it opening, maybe opening that bridge up a little bit to have that conversation at dinner? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I'm hoping that um, our parents and families and staff who attend will walk away with knowledge about what's even available. I think that there's um, kind of a gap in um, our crisis services and our supports for mental health um, out here in Waukee and in Dallas County in general. Um, so I think that those who attend are going to get a really good idea about, okay, so um, if we get into a situation where we might be concerned about a substance abuse problem going on at home, this is exactly the process for what that looks like um, and how we connect to getting some help um, all the way from outpatient services to residential. Um, so we've got a lot of local providers coming to talk about that. Um, we also have someone coming to share about what to do during a mental health crisis. So Dallas County, when you call 911 and it's a mental health emergency, has a whole program called Mobile Health Crisis um, and Response. And um, they're going to be there to kind of talk about what does it look like when someone has to call 911. So um, 
we, we realize there's heavier stuff going on, um, and we want to make sure people are prepared to kind of have those conversations. And I think they can be really scary when you don't have the um, knowledge and resources to be even able to start those conversations. Um, so we're trying to provide some opportunities for people to, to gain that knowledge, um, learn about the access, and, um, you know, start with where we're at right now. And I'm just assuming that connecting everybody to those things is, is a great place to kind of jump off and hopefully build off of and be able to do this again in the future. I, I am really excited to hear your answer to this, to this question. So when it comes to mental health, mental health and substance abuse, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I just don't envision it as a, as a one-stop shop or a one-size-fits-all answer on how to, how to address it, whether you're coming from a student or a, a parent or a family. I feel like this is a night that gives people a chance to kind of start searching for the right answer when, and knowing that the, the right answers for me is not going to be the right answer for the person sitting right next to me, but being able to discuss and talk and, again, kind of have the resources is a huge help. Absolutely. That is definitely the hope. Um, we have someone coming from Employee Family Resources to talk about, you know, just recognizing anxiety and depression and what that might look like um, and how to start conversations at home around that area. Um, and then in terms of, you know, that all-encompassing one-stop place, one-stop shop for getting all the answers, we actually do have a service here in Dallas County. It's called Heart of Iowa Community Services. Um, they have a website as well as a, a phone support line where if you are just trying to start at the beginning and you don't know what to do next, they're able to provide kind of that connector um, and referral resource to be able to get you to the next place, whether that's a provider, an appointment, um, a, a support group. Um, so they will be there um, the night of the event as well to kind of share a little bit about what they do and hopefully increase people's awareness about what's around us out here to, to help people that might be in need. Let's run through the details one more time. The Waukee Community School District Family Mental Health Night, Monday, November 15th, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock at the Waukee Innovation and Learning Center. More information about this night is available on our website, waukeeschools.org. We'll also post a link to this podcast if you're also looking for more information about it, what's going to entail. Leslie, thank you. We appreciate all the work that you do and spanking some time in your busy schedule and one of your tabs on your computer to, to join us. <laughs> Yeah, thanks so much for having me, and I look forward to seeing everybody um, out at our mental health night. I think it's going to be really helpful for, for those looking for some answers. We appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on the Talk the Walk podcast. Thanks again to our special guest, Leslie Christensen, our district's amazing social worker, and thank you to our presenting sponsor of Talk the Walk, Unity Point Health Des Moines. We will be back with another episode in just a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening to Talk the Walk, the official podcast of the Waukee Community School District, presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines.